Live from Planet Namek, it's the Heart Nasagi Podcast, episode 113. Welcome everybody to this episode of the Heart Nasagi Podcast. I am Matt, and this is episode 113, as Mike said off top. And speaking of that man, here he is. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I'm fine. Okay. I'm not dead yet, so that's good. <laughs> wow, that's... Uh... Weirdly positive. I know. You take the wins where you can get them. And I'm posting my W right here. <laughs> I'm not dead. Therefore, win. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a low bar. You, you know, I admit it. I was about to say, don't you think it's a low bar? It's a pretty low bar. Yeah. But as I get older, the bar raises. Oh. It? <laughs> because it's much less likely, you know. Yeah. Well, like, eventually it gets high. And, eventually it gets high enough. It gets easier because you just you just limbo under it really. <laughs> but then you got a maybe a back that doesn't bend so well. So and that's what then makes it hard. you die. And and then when you can't limbo under it, you're dead. Uh, well, some people, you know, yeah, you know, they shrink when they get older. So. Not me. I'm already been shrunk my whole life. <laughs> I'm below average height, so therefore shrunk already. No, Pre-shrunk, pre- if you will. <laughs> I was about to say that too. <laughs> You're like a pre-shrunk uh, cotton shirt, huh, Mike? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I've been put in the wash at too high a temperature. <laughs> should call you uh, should call you pre-shrunk Mike or T-shirt Mike. The T-shirt part by itself doesn't make any sense, Matt. That's okay. It's only for the in the know people. And I'm in the know. Oh, are you? Inside <laughs> yeah. jokes, huh? Mm. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. You gotta love those. I do. So, uh, I figure we'll start start with the wrestling portion of our podcast, the Space Suplex podcast portion. Does that sound good there, T-shirt Mike? I don't care. Do what you want. It's your show. It sure is. So let's do it. Okay, time for the wrestling. And um, first off, we'll start with uh, the more newsy stuff and then the more opinion stuff, I guess, or fun stuff later. So first off, um, a bunch of releases by WWE, uh, some were quite surprising, I thought. Specifically, the first set was uh, Billy Kay, Chelsea Green, Mickey James, Tucker, like he was going in there with his heel turn, which was, oh wait, zero after he turned heel. <laughs> Kalisto and Wesley Blake. So apparently uh, the Forgotten Sons are definitely forgotten. <laughs> they always were. Yeah. Even they when they were saying that and they were the most prominent in NXT, no one wanted to see them there. No, Everyone sure wanted did. to do anything, do anything but remember them. Yeah, that's for sure. And what's sad is that the the one guy of that of that former group uh, is the one staying that no one would want because of the stupid views he f- holds. And that would be Gunner. That's what I'm calling him still. Yeah, we'll call him Gunner. Just call him Gunner. Stupid TNA name. And I'm not going to call him anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a second uh, shorter set later the same day. And this was Bo Dallas, Peyton Royce, and the surprising one of them all, Samojo. 
that was shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Turned out, they probably, turned out his WWE run just was really unmemorable, honestly. I, I think it had most to do with his, he just got injured quite a bit. Yeah. He couldn't get, well, that's he couldn't a different part of it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's all of it, but, you know, whatever. So, they looked at him at the announce table and said, you're fired. Oh, no, he didn't have no one to look at him. Vince just said it over the headset. <laughs> After nights are all. After, after WrestleMania, you're fired. Congratulations. I would like to see him like in a different place where I, where I actually already watch, and uh, he ends up like wrestling sometimes at least if he can. Yeah, you know, that'd be right. nice. Like maybe a little bit of program here and there that actually like goes the full length. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, of course uh, everyone's gonna be calling for it, uh, you know, for AEW, and I. Whatever they seem to take everybody, so sure why not? Yeah, I don't care. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> I watch it, so go ahead. Like I said, please do. Yeah, the rest of them, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, Mickey James is valuable, I guess, is like is more of a trainer and stuff these days. Yeah. So that'd be fine. They could pick her up for that too. Yeah, I remember Chelsea Green coming into NXT and she just didn't do anything after a little while. She's like been disappeared. What's well, the thing? Like, I remember when they put out like a bunch of shirts for some of these people that just like hadn't even been on TV yet. Like mainly her and uh, it was good. They, and it was obvious they were going to team them together because of the of the logo being the same type for both. And that was uh, uh I'm trying to think now. Who's an who? The yeah, Diana Prazo was gonna be teaming with Chelsea Green because they had the same similar logoed style T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But because of was it one being injured or something like that, or and I don't know what it was, but the the thing is they never showed up together, so <laughs> that's that never happened. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't on XT TV too much since she got there. And she wasn't there that long anyway, so it's too bad because when she was a what was it, a a big mess, what was it called? The hot, the hot mess. Hot oh, mess. The hot, the hot mess. Yeah. That's the first time I ever saw her, and I liked that character and her stupid performance with it. It was funny. <laughs> but she didn't do that in NXT. Uh, I can't remember anything she did because she was so little. I don't think they know what to do with the character like that so they probably think it's too close to some other weird ones like Bray Wyatt's and shit so maybe I don't know I didn't think so but alright <laughs> well Vince Vince thinks weird things so you know I know I can't understand his weird altered fucked up mind <laughs> that it is um, alright so moving on from there we got some uh Basically, I guess we got listed salaries for several high-ranking WWE people, and this would be all the obvious ones. And that would be uh, Vince McMahon, who made uh, 1.4 million. This is their base salaries. This is not referring to anything else they get money for, or they sell their stocks and get a fuck ton of money. This is just what they 
make a year. Um, Nick Khan makes 1.2 million. Triple H, as a uh, what Regal would say, um, he makes 730,000, and so does his wife. And then Christine Salen makes the same 730. I, I remember, I remember rich people uh, are rich. looking at That's some comments on this from Twitter, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, or somewhere, and someone was like, "Man, I'm surprised Vince doesn't pay himself more." Yeah, really. <laughs> he doesn't need to. That's the thing. I've actually noticed that about some salaries for like CEOs and shit. It's like it's really low, but that's because they got other stock options and shit, and that's how they make their money. Majority of it. So whatever, moving on. If they just made that, I wouldn't care, but, you know, we all know that's not true. All right, so we'll keep doing the newsy stuff, and we'll go with... WB announces uh, Adrian... Is it Ardnan? Ardnan? Adnan Verk? Yeah, Verk, yeah. He's a new lead announcer for Raw, so Cole's only going to be on SmackDown. Uh, I heard a little bit of him... Uh, through the clips on their on their YouTube channel, on W's YouTube channel, and uh, he sounds very f- fake. Well, that's exactly the kind of person they want, then. I guess, right? <laughs> they're all about <laughs> like fake. What part of Marco Cole has ever sounded real? I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to him. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I guess if... Well, he's definitely not... Yeah, he definitely probably is, is more fake than real, but... I guess maybe he's got it down, where it kind of sounds not so bad. So I'll tell you. Um, but no, there's this, there's this, this, this clip I saw of this tag match uh, from this past Monday, and it was T-Bar and Mace against Braun Strowman and and uh, Drew McIntyre. And McIntyre was against the Mace, and he, uh, at one point when the match ended at DQ eventually, he uh, just went, Mace is on his knee, one of his knees, and he just went over and just ripped his mask off and just told him. And, and why, as soon as he did that, uh, Vark was like, oh no, oh my goodness. And I'm just like, wow, that is not a real reaction at all. <laughs> But but regardless of that, the the the, the spot or the, the moment was actually kind of funny because, because then um, uh, McIntyre says I did you a favor and then Mace is like you do me a favor huh? Is that what you did? You do me a favor and he slaps him one. <laughs> and then uh, who's you Mace see again? A, I forget. Mace is um, fuck, uh, Dio Madden. Who? Dio Madden. I don't know who that is. Exactly. Okay, anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so once he gets slapped, uh, um, McIntyre says, look, or he doesn't say anything, he just looks at, he just looks, starts to get a, um, like smirk across his face, and then he backhands him with the mask he's still holding. It's just like, it was a brutal shot. It's like, bam! And then he just started wailing on with it. <laughs> so that was funny. Um... So that's all I have to say about him. It's just like, we'll see how it goes. But usually, 
uh, you know, Vince in your ear is not 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 enjoyable whatsoever. So, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes for him. Um, this is real quick. Uh, it's the the I, I'm assuming it doesn't really say a whole lot about it. Uh, yeah, just to do diversity training or some dumb shit. I don't think it'll work out. But Monty Brown, a former TNA guy, has, is now training police. Academy recruits in Michigan. Maybe he'll show them how to do the pounce. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Period. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, and speaking of another released person, but this was earlier, you know, back in March. Well, the other ones, more recent ones, were um, five days ago. Um, and this is Andrade being Andrade Cien Elmas being released. And I noticed one of his shirts on when I was looking to get another one accompanying the one I got, which is a Wrath shirt. That's a great shirt. <laughs> <laughs> on Pro Tees. And I just randomly thought, who else can I get? And I was like, oh, him. And it's like, and I looked him up and one looked pretty cool. It had a bunch of blue in it because, you know. Can't say no to blue, so very tasteful. So you bought got him like you a, buy the an Andrade Cianola shirt. Yeah, I totally did. Sick. <laughs> non WWE Andrade Cianola shirt. That's fucking right. God, I really want him to end up somewhere where I watch already, so that I can watch yeah. him again. Exactly. God, he was great in NXT. Oh, it's a really big surprise for me there. Let me tell you. Especially yeah. since I thought he was awful the first time I saw him there. Yeah, I thought he was garbage, and I realized, and I literally thought he was bad, like a bad wrestler, because yeah. his gimmick uh, really um, yeah, terrible di- ring diluted after. his uh, his in ring abilities because of the way he was playing it up, and I was just like, and no one liked him. I I I just wanted him to leave. Like I wanted him to just leave NXT. I didn't want to see him anymore. Like, that's how much I didn't like him. And so there was this match where he got beat by Cesar Bononi, you know, the guy yeah. that's now in uh, AEW, right. where they're booking him pretty well for what he is at the moment. And when, when Bononi beat him then, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's like a fucking the lowest card guy on the fucking thing. And he beat him on TV. This has got to mean that he's out of here now. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, and I was like, yes, and then <laughs> like get the fuck out, and then and then it turned out, of course, that was his impetus to get Zelina Vega on his as a manager, and then to actually turn his character into what it became, and then little did I know, once he had that match with Johnny Gargano uh, near the end of 2017 on a, on as the opening match for a takeover, yeah, I was like, wait. This is the same guy. He's fucking awesome now. <laughs> and then I was totally turned from that point on. So, and he doesn't look like shit anymore. No, I know, right? Because the outfit, that white outfit he had, it was awful looking. Yes, everything was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It really was. It's, everything about him just pers- led me to the perception that he was just awful as a performer as well. And I was like, man. That was that was one of the biggest turnarounds I've ever had with a wrestler. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, 
I mean, I saw them too, so I saw them on both stages of ass and not ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there was uh, the Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions uh, had Chris Jericho on, which is surprising everybody because they're opposite they're on rival promotions and stuff. And a number of things they talked about. Uh, they talked about um, that Goldberg feud that Jericho start, tried to tried to do. Oh, the one Greenberg. He was trying to call him out. Yes, calling right. him Greenberg. That was hilarious at the time. And Goldberg that. never did it. Watching never it then. To do it. Yeah, that shit was funny to me. I loved it. <laughs> oh, I wanted it to happen too, because because not too long into uh, Chris Jericho being heel on WSW, I was like, I was totally on into into him acting like the. The dumbass that he was. Did you like that he couldn't find the ring at one point? I don't remember that. It's on uh, it's on the uh, Fall Brawl '98 pay per view. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. But I like the cl- like the whole the like, like the whole uh, uh, him with Dean Malenko. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, here's what's funny is that if you watch the uh, original broadcast version. Of him doing the doing the thousand four holds thing, where he's <laughs> listing him off. You can't hear him all that well because the announcers won't shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. But if you hear it without it, because they actually show it on this show with Steve Austin, they actually show it without the announcers talking. Yeah. So it made it even better because <clears throat> some of the best parts, like one line that I love the best, you can't hear at all. You can't hear it because they're talking over him. Yeah. But what so what's what so the aspects of that I liked was him saying he'd say hold one arm drag hold two arm bar and then every other one he'd say after that the next one would be three handled moss family cadans or whatever the fuck that one was and then every other one after that so it'd be something like that and then every other one would be arm bar <laughs> <laughs> and he said he said on the podcast that when they went to break he wasn't reading them anymore he was just insulting their sports teams yeah so that they when they come because when they come back from break you hear them really booing yeah <laughs> and he immediately goes back into his list but then he jumps to like 730 arm bar <laughs> and this is the next one's my favorite 731 <laughs> i'm not joking that's what he said <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was awesome. It's like, who that? <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. And uh, so they talk, they talk all aspects, like New Japan, um, like the first time he wanted to leave the WB, it was that one time when <clears throat> was it 2008 or something. And he wanted to leave, and there was this whole thing they wanted to do a leave, loser leaves WB match or something, mm-hmm. which, as you remember, did happen. But he wanted to happen at that year's SummerSlam, and Vince is like, "No, just after SummerSlam you're done." So then he was like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna take the kids out right after that, and you know, do some family shit." But then he's like, "You got to do this, and you got to do Raw," and he's like, "Wait, what? No, we're done." And then that's when they did the original idea that he had to do a loser, loser leaves match. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that was 
I think it. I don't think it was a triple threat, or maybe it was. But anyways, it was John Cena as W champion, and then he gets carried out, and the, he's like, "If I'm gonna get carried out, I'm gonna be like, no, I don't want to go." <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that being fun. Yeah, I wasn't watching at that point, so I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have seen that. Definitely not. And... Oh, yeah, the Festival of Friendship. Did you see that? I don't... Where he was feuding with Kevin Owens? I don't think so. Well, anyways, they were, they were doing this whole thing, and uh, this was, you know... Basically, this was this was the setup to have uh, Kevin turn on Chris, and uh, eventually, so apparently this this raw when they planned it and everything, and they got it okayed by Vince and all that stuff. Uh, eventually, the writers are like like Vince was apparently wasn't there that night, so they were all gonna try to change it. It's like no, no. We were agreed to this. And it's like, no, it sucks. We don't want to do it. And then Jericho had to, he's like, I text message Vince. And he's like, is the first room slips on? He's like, yeah, why? He's like, oh, nothing. And then he's like, see? <laughs> now do it. <laughs> so that was interesting. There's a lot more interesting stuff, so definitely something you should watch. Um, and as an as a similar thing, because it was on Stone Cold's podcast, um, might as well mention there's these AEW biography things they're doing with some of the wrestlers, and the first one was Oz Austin, and of course they did their like most of it was really good, and of course if they bullshitted some things that I didn't know as well or know it already, then obviously well good on them. I guess they got it past me. But what they can't get past me, and I already know this to be a fact, is that, you know, like they, it's their constant, it's it's similar to their constant, oh, we constantly tell people, to this day we'll still defend the 93,000 and the Silverdome shit. And I feel like this is on the same level, almost. It's like, it's obvious it's not true, but they say it anyway. And that is the night after the King of the Ring and Raw from in 96, and when Stone Cold did that. Uh, promo, and he said Austin 316 for the first time. Oh, immediately there's tons of signs with Austin 316 on it, and they still said it. I was just like, it's not true. It's not fucking true. Because <laughs> I remember um, when they showed footage, not here, but um, the last time I heard about it being bullshit and heard him say it wrong, like uh, you know, like a the world, the Monday Night Wars type of thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they uh. It was obvious they because you know they still had the R A W big letters uh, set up, but they cut to like '97 footage when they stopped doing that. When they had the the more arena, the bigger arenas, and they had the Raw's War set, they cut to that footage. But of course, they don't show the set, so you can't tell, even though it's, it's obvious if you're looking. And then that's what has all the signs. I was like, yeah, because that's like a year later. <laughs> It's like it's really stupid when they do that shit. But otherwise, good and uh, worth uh, also worth watching. And now onto the fun stuff. This is like the list because the sportster loves the, their lists. 
So uh, this first one here is every NW leader ranked from worst to best, and I really don't care about the list per se because obviously Steve Ray is number 10, and most people are always going to say Hogan's number one, and that's exactly what you get. So I do think it's funny that they put Jeff Jarrett at four because that's retarded. Um, but I guess when you don't have many worthy people, I guess you get it four. What's funny is that number six is says Bret Hart, and they were and while the, obviously that's referring to the silver and black 2000 version, which is true. They still did the first like sentence or paragraph or whatever you call it, and they said, "I said Bret Hart has never hidden his disappointment with his WC run. He arrived and was replaced in a ridiculous situation." And when Hogan lost the world title Sting, and eventually, like everyone else, in WWE, he turned heel and joined NWO. And no, no, the black and white version, he was not part of the group. He never wore their fucking colors like he did with the silver one. It was only just an ally. That's how I looked at it as. Because he never came out to their music. He never came out with their shirts on. Or any, and didn't change his tights to incorporate it. So... Ally, yes. Member, no. Am I saying bullshit, Mike? No. That's right. United States of no. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Our next up I got is uh, 10 times TNA put over an an age star over a young wrestler. And uh, of course they do that a lot uh and of course the most of this had was during the time of when hogan and bischoff were there so big shock but it also happened beforehand too so that's not a big surprise so i mean i don't, I don't i'm surprised like number two is this this grado motherfucker el snow apparently beat him who gives a shit fat ass <laughs> but um, but they had a. I'm I'm having a hard time agreeing with some of the stuff, but in like Jim Neidhart over Jay Lethal, it's like in 2009, I was like, okay, whatever. It's like he wasn't there long. It's when they constantly do it over people who matter. Like, like here they show it's. Bobby Lashley and Eddie Edwards. I'm like, okay, but Bobby Lashley isn't exactly old, so... Or aging. Maybe it's today, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, like, the first one, like, Kevin Nash defeating AJ Styles and Booker T and Scott Steiner winning the tag titles over money, beer money at Victory Road 2009. You know, stuff like that. Where it's clear they're going to be there for a while and they're not helping. So... And it's just two singles wrestlers make forming a tag team my favorite thing. Yeah, you love that, don't you? Mm, love it. Well, sometimes it works. Well, sometimes it works. Well, that's true, but but uh, I feel like it's done too often these days. It also that that pairing also reminds me of the rash of problem the tag team problem that that WWE has as of late, where they take two wrestlers that were in a tag team, split them apart. And then eventually just throw them in another random tag team with two other people. <laughs> you know, I've had a problem with that. Where they can't get, seem to get 
Um, I can't seem to get, uh, fuck, what's his name? Gable. Oh, Chad, yes. Chad Gable. Chad Gable. Yeah, he's just constantly in tag teams after they try to split him off, and they just constantly just throw him back in. Or same with Dolph Ziggler, and Bob, especially Bobby Roode as well. Because Gable and Roode are actually one of one one of the random teams they threw together. <laughs> and finally, ten things we're finally we're tired we're tired of seeing at WrestleMania, and pretty much all these are right on. I, I'm just tired of seeing WrestleMania. <laughs> it's always it's always flash over substance every time. Like more than most of their pay per views. Yeah, Shane McMahon. Yep, that's that's definitely yep. got to stop. He always like why do they think does people really fucking be like oh my gosh Shane McMahon yeah I'm gonna pay for this no no one says this especially not anymore but especially never the only the only props I ever give Shane McMahon is that there was something recently that I saw where he supposedly admitted that his the favorite match he ever had was against Kurt Angle at King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. That one where he got thrown through panes of glass. Right. I agree. I actually agree. That's that's not only a really good match, but it is his best match. <laughs> I don't know how anything would beat it, and I don't know why you'd say anything else. I know, but uh, I'm still somewhat surprised that he would say something else like he threw himself off a cage on to something. You know, instead of that. But, yeah. Still, he needs to go away, period. Next one is Roman Reigns men inventing too many WrestleManias. That is for sure. But I care about that less now because he's now actually a good character and not a shitty one. Right. So, you, f- you find that no one really has a problem with him anymore. <laughs> I wonder why that is. I don't know. Yeah, Could be can't that. imagine. What's that? Because we were calling it right the whole time. Turn him heel. Yeah, exactly. And um, and also, uh, we're not going to get this. We're never going to get this shitty fucking Brock Lesnar match he had years ago where he just did w- one or two moves the whole match. It took forever to fucking do the match anyway. And then, uh, then there was the Undertaker match where he beat Undertaker. That was the second uh, loss there. For some, for Taker, and just like it doesn't mean anything because he was already made, you know. Yeah. At least, at least I felt to me he was, even if I didn't like it, you know. So it's all really dumb. That definitely needs to stop happening. The number yes. eight. Oh yeah, I was about to say that's this is the next one. This one happens. This happens more often than anything else on this list, and that is wrestlers pointing to the WrestleMania sign. Okay, we get it. Shut up! Stop it! Yeah, that, that's annoying as hell. That's so dumb. It's been like a, the stupidest thing in the last fifteen years. <laughs> this show keeps getting longer. <laughs> yeah, that needs to stop too. All wrestling shows need to stop getting longer. Let's just be honest. That, that's yeah, that's a problem See, across the whole here, thing. Here's what I say, like because some people were wondering, well, should they do two year two days from now on, or should they go back to one? I'm like. Yeah, go back to one. That's the length of one of these two-day events. That's the length of one night of the two-day events, is what I meant. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, a more normal show, and we only need one. Because we don't need two days. What the fuck do you need two days for? If you can't, if you have so many matches, 
that you need two days, you clearly have too many matches that most people don't care about. Well, that's the thing. Whenever some of these events, even the ones I like, go to two days, even if they're good, odds are they're still going to, because it's two days and there's more matches, they're going to have... They're gonna have more chance to make have duds. It's like why, why not? Yeah. Why have, why have more matches to put to potential duds when you can just have a shorter card on one day that's might be entirely good, you know? Exactly. Like, like for instance, here's a good example. Let's go back to this last WrestleMania 37, and if I go down these matches and just I'm picking ones, I'm gonna pick the matches that they would want to feature that'd be more important. I'm obviously not gonna just pick the ones I want. So, obviously, gone is the tag team turmoil nonsense and the women's tag title match for the next night. That's two right there. They don't need that shit. So, but it would be easier just to mention the stuff that should be there because why the fuck would I? Anyways, uh, W Championship match, Lashley, Drew McIntyre should definitely be there. Rollins, Cesaro, yes. Um, You don't need the tag title match for Raw where AJN almost won because that was meaningless. Shane McMahon, you don't need to be there, but they're going to put it, so make that number two, or number three. <laughs> Bad Bunny's going to get his match, so there you go. Baylor, Banks, yes, that's five already. Ugh. <laughs> it's already exhausting. <laughs> uh, don't need Orton Fiend for the million time. Uh, just because it's a good match, because I would like it. They probably wouldn't have it with B. Owens and Zayn. And I say get rid of it just because it's Logan Paul. Ugh. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, I'm trying to... Uh, Ripley Asuka. Of course, you have the Universal title match. Three-way. Uh, there you go. Seven. They're perfectly fine. There, see? I made seven. Seven for one night. You're done. <laughs> what about the Bianca match? I said yes. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you say that for some reason. Anyway, next thing on the list. Royal Rumble winner does not always get to main event. Is that... I don't care about that. I don't care either. That doesn't really bother me all that much. Guess as long as they don't... As long as they have a good reason to get it to where it's going and it doesn't just random... Like, for instance, like going back to this year's uh, when Charlotte couldn't apparently couldn't make it back to do the Oscar match. So they just put Ripley on there and said, oh, I heard you, blah, blah, blah. So I want the match. And then immediately she's like, yeah, sure. Riveting. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good match, and I, I had no problems with the match. And just like, just the, the sad, saddest excuse to get to that. It's like, oh, other people have to go through the Rumble or go through a grueling gauntlet or some shit to get the match. Go through a number of contenders match and some random... Ma- meaningless uh, February pay-per-view and you just come out and just say give it a match. Cool. We'll see how to do that now. <laughs> hey, hey, if it comes to getting shit done quickly, which is what I'm all about in real life, hey, Ripley, I gotta say congrats. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't make good TV. That's all. <laughs> Guest host. Yeah, they suck. And so did Titus Nogan. Sucked. The rest fast. The, the ones in the past sucked, including the new day. They sucked because you don't need a host for WrestleMania. You just need to get on with the fucking show. Yes, exactly. Stop wasting our time. 
people don't fucking need uh, to be introduced to WrestleMania. They know what it is already. <laughs> and if they don't, they don't care, and they're not watching. God. Charlotte Flair and title matches every year. We were spared this year, son. <laughs> and winning all the time and for no reason and not needing to. Like Rhea Ripley should have retained last year. The NXT women's title she had last year. That didn't happen. We gave a meaningless title reign to Flair for some fucking reason. So because she could eventually get to her fucking daddy's fucking number or something. Oh, dude, 18 or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. He's like, I'm just amused. Keep going, Matt. It's sure, funny. no problem. Musical performances. No. No. I don't mind them if they're sparing. Like, if it's just rare. Okay, I'm not against them if they're like, hey, this musical act's going to do this wrestler's entrance theme. Yeah, no that, problem. that's actually the best. Because there's a purpose to it. Yeah. But if it's just to just clear it out, bro, um, Nickelback's got to come on or whatever. <laughs> Anything but that. What do you, you Limp Biscuit? Come on, Limp Biscuit. Do your song. What, what are you trying to do? You're trying to trying to make my give me the nightmares tonight. Jesus Christ, stop it. Come on, Nickelback, give Michael no, nightmares. No, stop. So uh yeah. If they just clear out some time for just them just to come out and do some random song that they would do at a concert. No, 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 no. Just uh, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Just so we we well the one thing that, that WB's been good about Except for, like, I think back when Jeff Jarrett was that country singer gimmick shit. But otherwise, they tended to shy away from country music, so I guess that was good. Whereas WCW would be like, come on in. Have some Garth Brooks and shit. No. Twing, twang, twang. Stop. <laughs> That's worse than Nickelback. <laughs> I'm going to really give you, I'm give you some fucking horrifying fucking nightmares tonight. Yeah. Andre Moore Battle Royal. Yes, get rid of it, please. Hell, it wasn't even on WrestleMania this year. It wasn't even on the pre-show. There was no pre-show matches. It was on SmackDown beforehand. That tells you how much they care. Well, even then, it is painfully obvious that it never was important. No, it wasn't. You know, the winners, the all, the most the winners ever did in the past is like they would just like have the trophy next to him and they just pose like him and 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 constantly reference it or point to it. Yeah, I'm the, the I won that for like weeks later, and then of course eventually it just stopped because it never meant anything. Hey, like, didn't we already say no more pointing at things? Yeah, stop pointing. Include this. Stop. Include this and that. Um, yeah, it's just it's never meant anything, and. They need to stop. Just, just don't do it. It's just, don't do it because uh, the memory of Andre Giant. D- d- he doesn't care. He, if he was alive, he'd tell you to stop. Okay. <laughs> but he's not. So I'm telling you to stop. So fucking do it. <laughs> Nobody's gonna sit here and go, "We aren't doing a memorial battle royal, so therefore we're not memorializing or some shit." Yes, we are. We uh, ever? No one's, no one's forgotten him. No one's gonna. So not like the movie would allow you anyway. <laughs> But unlike some wrestlers, uh, he uh, he is worth remembering. So yeah. And finally, legends making nostalgic returns. Um, yes, because it takes a spot from somebody who could otherwise get a payday. You know that some of these a lot of these motherfuckers never had an issue with back then. You know, back when they were getting their first time WrestleMania moments. Or matches. They weren't. They weren't upstaged by old people. They were just like, here you go. 
but they just suddenly just now just don't feel they can fit anyone else in. They gotta bring back somebody, even no, though they, wanna... even though they're they're stuffed to the brim with fucking uh, a talented roster more than ever. No, Mike, we can't have them. We gotta have Goldberg again. Fuck him. I'm so sick of fucking Goldberg coming back. Like, it's like go away. Even when he came back the first time, they were like, it's like no. I didn't mind that one so much because they actually booked him smart and they made the matches entertaining. But it's like ever since then, it's like, no, just stop. Stop. You had your moment. You even said, you even sounded like this is like one time and only thing. And it just kept happening over and over again. It's like a repeat. Because they just always good, apparently. Obviously. Certainly the Saudi Arabia money is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing. Since his picture is here, Undertaker, I should retire for the fucking first time ever. Just like, just, just stop it already. Oh, yeah, and there's another thing to stop doing. Stop talking, because clearly you're not a good person in real life. <clears throat> so it's almost like, because I remember back in, like, 98 or 99, thinking, why does this guy ever just, like, talk out of character? But he never did. Well, now I know why, because he knew that his shit was toxic. <laughs> have a stupid logo apparel on. Nine line or whatever the fuck it is. Who gives a shit? Stop with your uh, pro... Nazi cop. <laughs> pro <laughs> pro murder cop. Yeah. And finally, so let's go into the video games, Mike. Oh, good, finally. Finally? No, I'm just joking. God. No, good, finally. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought you might go back on that. Yeah. Load these pages. So, Mike, we got some uh, Neo Geo Pocket Color Selection Volume 1. This long title has 10 titles yes. of expanding longness. Yes, very long. <laughs> so, I, I'm i pretty sure on... Physical editions coming out, in case you're wondering. Yeah, that's... I know. See, that's the thing. We talked about this last time it came up on this podcast, I'm pretty sure. And I reassured everybody, no, no, this is just the title the are giving to these digital releases as like an umbrella thing. It's not actually a, a physical release with like a, with a bunch of titles on it. Well, I eat shit because that's what's happening. Eat it, Mike. It tastes kind and of four bad. new titles have also been added, which is what I want to mention. Big Tournament Golf, which is what? You know, Turf that, Masters, right? That's, that's, yeah, that's Turf Masters. Yeah. Uh, Dark Arms Beastbuster 99. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And let's see what else we got. Metal Slug, first mission, second mission. And that's it. There you go. Funny thing is, like, almost every one of these games on here is, is what is the games I was basically planning on getting for the real system. Really? Before I got bought that one, the system in that one game and decided not to buy anymore. Well, now you don't have to, Mike. Just get this when it comes out physically. Yeah, I might do that. I've never been uh, interested in their handhelds, but at least you are. I guess that's something. Weren't, weren't. Weren't. So, a real quick thing about. I just want to just all this comment or this, this quote. 
of why Johnny Cage is in the Mortal Kombat movie, and they referred to him and Kano as what was it? What did they say? Uh, he said he's a, he's scoundrel. He's funny. He's bigger in life, and so is Kano. I'm like, Kano's not funny. This character's never been about comedy. What the fuck? I mean. Line delivery might be a, a thing, but that's not the character itself, per se. But that's all I want that, to say. I'm reading the quotes now. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You're going to go and have two guys competing to see who can out-funny each other? They're not They're not comedy characters. At least Kano's not. No, that's what I was saying. Johnny Cage can be because he is egotistical. That's the one thing they got right about him. Um... Right. So that can lead to him being an asshole, and it can lead to him getting his comeuppance, or or being a goof. Like you know, I like how Lyndon Ashby did it in the original Mortal Kombat movie, right? Which I thought was fun. Um, yeah, but Kano, but was barely wasn't much of a character in that movie, unfortunately. Um, and uh, he's not. They're acting like the the characters are the same, like the same personality. They're not. They're totally right. different. Yeah, so I don't understand that. <laughs> That's the reason I brought this up because yeah, they're like equating them as if they are the same and they're not. They yeah, just aren't. They does that. Yeah, they don't make any sense. They're just making shit up. <laughs> making shit up. All right, Mike. So uh, Sony acquires Evo. Yeah, that was really weird. Out of nowhere. Still weird. Yeah, it really was out of nowhere. But it's not really it's probably one of the best things that could happen after the after that stupid idiot that they had on staff was found out to uh, you know, being a fucking sex pest. A sex pest. That's why I'm just gonna say that. Um <laughs> so you know. It, it, I, I don't know what they could have done to make their to improve the brand after that, except for just selling to somebody else. So, so they did, I guess. Uh, apparently, it's going to be open to other platforms, you know, as well, all platforms, whatever. I mean, that's that's how it should be. Otherwise, what's the point, you know? Right. Oh, so it'll just be exclusive shit or something that's only on their system. I mean, like, it wouldn't change much to have it be PlayStation only. Because, true, but... I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have Smash Bros. anymore, which actually would be an improvement, if you ask me. <laughs> That'd be great. Damn it, Sony, why don't you do that? I now want it to happen. Just make it exclusive. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to worry about, know. you know, some people are like, well, Killer Instinct. They ain't fucking half Killer Instinct anyway for years, so who cares? Well, regardless, I... Anymore. Oh, my God. Just let me talk, you dumb bitch. No. Um, listen here. And, uh... Well, but, you know, the fact that Sony now owns it uh, might be that Nintendo won't even allow them to have their games on there. Oh, God, that'd be great if Nintendo just... Popped a rage boner and just like <laughs> popped a rage boner. Just like no, we can't have <laughs> our game if they own it. And I could see them doing that, so 
that might still happen. And I'll, I'll see yeah, I, I see it. Compl- I see it happening. I and, do. I, and I could still. And I, and I did. There was a few. I think there was something out back when this news came out uh, that Nintendo like publicly said that they're like, we're looking into what our support will be for Evo going forward. Blah blah blah. <laughs> It'll be zero. <laughs> something like that. Something really vague, you know. Like they're looking. Yeah. They're thinking about whatever thing. Reevaluating or something. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> probably. And it's like, and I'm like. Please pull smash. Please pull smash. <laughs> Get your shit out of there. Hey, and Nintendo, take your shit and run. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, uh, that's literally all that would happen. Like, no Killer Instinct, which wasn't there in recent years anyway, and no Smash. Uh, improvements, I would say. Yeah. So now, now I'm all for it, Sony. Just, just make it PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how it's gonna really change the event i I assume i I would imagine it's not gonna really just be a simple like hey nothing's changing but we'll see i guess so mike uh why does everybody gotta buy everybody since we're on that still, we might as well keep going with the companies buying companies. Yeah, too much, too much, uh, uh, too much purchasing. Too much. Too many uh, monopolies. I don't know what to say. What's the word? Monopoly. That that's not the word I was looking for, but that that's that's the result of the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, merging. Yeah, well, it's Just not really merging it. either, though. Let's just fucking go with it. No. Anyway, we'll just move on. Um, <laughs> That's fine, because we're on the report mobile. Da, 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 because there's a bunch that say report. So. <laughs> I like right. this one. Like this this next one I'm going to talk about. Discord wants to go public or sell to Microsoft for $10 billion. Well, Microsoft is one of those companies that wants to buy everything. So, Well, and, uh, here's the thing. I just, I literally just saw a day of recording that Discord uh, pulled out of the, of the deal, or not the, not a deal, but the talk. So that's actually not happening now. So, oh, it was not. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was never, it wasn't even confirmed it to happen yet, of course. But no, it. This article is just about them wanting to. Yes. So but apparently, it, they don't want to anymore. Yeah. Apparently, uh, I think it was. I don't think it was Microsoft. I think it was Discord themselves just decided they weren't gonna continue the talking uh, so not enough uh, 10 billions is that what the problem is what's that i said not enough 10 billions i don't know <laughs> maybe they weighed the options of like hey maybe it's bad if uh you know a few companies own everything i don't think they care about that Eh, maybe uh, i'd have to hear them say that i can't expect like that shit i don't trust anyone to fucking believe that unless they actually say it so, um, so while we're still on this, let's go to the Gearbox being bought, or this time it's a merger. This time it's a merger with the Embracer Group. I'm only saying it that way because that's what Jeff Grishman always says when he says the name. Really? Yeah. Embracer Group. Because <laughs> they embrace you and buy you or merge with you. <laughs> Uh, eh. Embrace embrace the swallowing of companies today, Mike. 
No. And the agreement merger was not ten billion. This was only one point three billion. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care about this one. Like I mean I don't Gearbox like sucks. Like I said, lots of big companies being swallowed up by even bigger companies. But in this case, it's not really it's not a big deal. I don't care about Borderlands, so therefore I don't care about what they make. Because they don't no. make anything else. Not anymore. Not that they did much a whole lot before that anyway. Unless I'm full. So, uh, let's see. I'm just skipping through here to see. Let's. How about some talk about game uh, releases, patches, shit like that. How about that, Mike? So, uh, first one is uh, Ratchet & Clank on PS5 is getting a 60 FPS patch. Or did Has now. gotten a 60 Has gotten, FPS yes. patch. Yes. That's right. I did download it as part of their recent uh, releases for just completely free for anyone who wants it. Uh-huh. You don't have to be subscribed to PS Plus or anything. It's it's just literally free. You just you're, It's yours. Um, they actually, the day of recording, they put up another game. It was the it's Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Nice. That's another one. So, and that was like, I don't know if it was my game of the year 2017, but it was up there, if not my actual game of the year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I recommend it, especially for free. <laughs> Can't beat free. Well, didn't you buy it for me one Christmas? Probably. So free. There you go. Yeah, couldn't beat it back then either. Well, it's free for <laughs> me though. <laughs> uh, shh. Keep on the down low. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the PS4 game, right? Am I not my full shit? Did yeah, yeah. It's not the new correctly? one coming out. Yeah. So the PS4 game, Russian Clank reboot game. If you pop that disc in the PS5. You get 60 FPS. Yep. That's good they, shit. They patched it. Like, they literally patched it to do that. Like, the day after they said it's coming soon. Like, they didn't sound like it was going to be the next day. But then, like, the next day, they're like, oh, we, we did it already. Neat. So. Beautiful. Yeah. I haven't played that one. But, uh, yeah. I was thinking about getting it back when it came out. But then I didn't. Because I've never been a huge fan of the series. Just, you know, played two games so far. Yeah. Uh, both are fun, so, you know. This one was completely free. So, now that it's going to be 60 FPS when I play it on my PS5, it's like, well, yeah, definitely. So. Uh, this next one here is uh, Team Ninja Unable to Salvage Ninja Gun Black for the upcoming Master Collection. And, uh, I, let's see here, I forget. Because the upcoming Master Collection includes uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Sigma 2, and uh, the third game, Razor's Edge, which is shit. And the data, they said the data we have left from Black and 2 are in various pieces to the point where we're unable to salvage them, which is why Sigma and Sigma 2 are used. So in other words, they didn't keep their shit together. So they couldn't fucking use it 
But that's okay. Because Sigma's Sigma's a better those those are better versions anyway. Uh, maybe I don't know. A lot of people don't agree with that statement, but I don't really care what they agree with. That's right. I I like them. I like those first two, the, the two on PS3 that they're bringing over. They were good, so whatever. I don't personally care, you know. But right, I played Sigma two, so I played. I liked it. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one of the two. Yeah, I thought the palette was brighter. I, I and the the graphics were updated to look better too. So I was like, shit, if that's what I get, then I don't get the blood and the decapitation. I don't give a shit. Um, let's see, uh, Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Um, rated in Korea. On PS4, so possibly a thing that might come out somewhere and everywhere. It sounds like it's a new, another new edition of Virtua Five, which I'm cool with. The last it's one years. was been like ten, eight years, ten, year, nine ten years. years ago. It's ten, not it's eleven. Well, since they hit console, I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Well, that was 2012. What? It hit console in 2012. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, that's right. Fine. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I, I would prefer an all-new game, but I'll take this if this means that we might get a new game. So. Oh, you'll take this in case it gets us a new game, huh, Mike? Yeah, Matt. Oh, that sounds like someone arguing that recently. You know, sequels. I don't understand. If you don't buy the current game at a full price, we're not getting sequels? Oh, not him. That's not the same thing. <laughs> Let's talk about it, Mike. Ugh. Let's break off real quick. Days Gone director John Gavin's uh, saying stupid dumb shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sequels, Mike. If you don't buy the original game at full price, uh, you shouldn't be surprised. <sighs> He's so stupid. <laughs> it's like, not everyone can buy everything at full price and slash want to. A lot of games go on sale pretty quickly and drop price pretty quickly like to me my thought on this is you know a person who didn't pay full price on it has the price has paid has nothing to do with their opinion and whether they want more a good example for me is yakuza 1 on ps2 mm. you know i'm a huge fan of the series but back then i wasn't a fan i bought it uh i bought it used like for a lot cheaper, you know, like about a year after it came out. And then I played it and I loved it. So that ever since then, guess what? I usually buy them right away. In most cases. Because yeah. I'm now a fan. Like, like I like the series. Like that's, that's how it goes. And Days Gone was the first uh, and only of a potential IP, you know, that could have more games. It's like, 
I wasn't interested in that game, but if I was, there's a good chance I would, especially since it's, it was a common game, you know, a common game by Sony first party, you know, those are the kind of things I tend to wait to get at a lower price because they ain't going nowhere, you know. They're going to be around. Yeah. You can get those, you know. Right. So the price paid just has nothing to do with it. Like, I don't understand. Like, don't you want people to buy it regardless and support your game no matter when they do it? Does it matter? Why does it matter? It's just stupid. <laughs> Fucking moron. That's all I got to say about that. That's all you got to say, huh? Yeah. All right, let's go back to uh, other fun things, and then we'll get back to the stupid shit. So, uh, have you tried the uh, Pac-Man 99 mic? I have not. It looks a little more confusing, but, you know. I haven't even watched it. I could. I could. I could do it right now, but I don't know that I ever will, because I just don't care. Well, I watched it, and it has... It has the train ghost thing from like the DX versions, those games, um, or Championship Edition, whatever it's called. And uh, but it also has like, like this. I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, you saw these like, pack other Pac-Man that were like just the outline, and they were like white, and eventually they become red. And when they start moving, I guess I'm not sure, but they kill you. Okay. So I didn't understand what's going on with that. <laughs> so it takes a little more to get into it, I think. It's what it sounds like. It's what it sounds like from some of the gaming podcasts I listen to as well. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't even play the Super Mario 35 thing. I never tried it. I just didn't care. Oh. Like, you know, hope it's good, but you know. I just don't right. have all the all the interest in everything, you know. Even if it's free to play, I just don't. Yeah, doesn't mean I care. There's just lots of things in this world for my attention. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Not exactly uh, known for being a Pac-Man guy, so you know that's why yeah. I don't don't care that much. Oh, Mike, are you a Power Rangers guy? Not really. Are you a Street Fighter guy? Yeah, sure. I'd say that. Let's put them together. What? Yeah, we're going to put them together. Uh, we're going to have a crossover. A crossover? Yeah. What? Ryu. Ryu. Huh? He's going to the game. Going to what game? Power Rangers. Battle for the Grid. What? Yes. Really? He's the Crimson Hawk Ranger. What? What he's fucking? Wait, what? <laughs> you don't know anything about this? No. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a Power Ranger now. He's a Power Ranger. Yeah. Chun Li's a Power Ranger too. Wait, what? <laughs> Do they have like Power Ranger fucking like suits and shit? Yeah. What? Yeah. Where? Where do I see this? Yeah, on the article. Where's the article? I can't even find it in your damn list. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. God. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, dude. That's pretty cool looking. <laughs> you, you do like it, huh? 
Ryu and his well, why is he has gloves on over the fucking that that's a little weird. <laughs> but I still like it. Why? Why is that good? Why is it good? Oh my god, uh, Chun Li. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> this is all live, bro. This is fantastic. Total live live reactions over here. Oh, this is wonderful. I love it. <laughs> oh. He's fighting Lord Zed in the screenshot. Fucking great. <laughs> Okay, I need to start this. <laughs> I need to see this. You need to see this live, live, live. Uh huh. Is it? Oh yeah. And yeah, he has his regular moves. My God, Crimson Hawkman. Whoa, sick. <laughs> oh, that was a nice uh, reset there in the corner. <laughs> commentary now. Oh yeah, I'm getting commentary. Oh, that was sick. Crossover with the Tatsu after the assist. That was pretty cool looking. Oh wow. Got Digit Hadouken that crumples and he continues it. Nice. Hadouken. <laughs> All right. Ryu's going to stop you, Zed. That's what. going to stop you. <laughs> a lot of this definitely looks like he, he has his moveset out of Marvel 3. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he's got that super-powered Hadouken. I like his headband, though. <laughs> with the... Uh, with the... Oh, my God. Chun-Li. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, we didn't see anything from her. What the fuck? <laughs> That's like the best thing. I'm about to buy that game now. Are you serious? I'm joking, but I'm not. I'm not. How am I half joking? Maybe at some point. <laughs> well, Mike, if uh, if you get the characters, those two characters, it's five ninety nine each or twelve fifty for both. So you save fifty cents. Really. 50 cents. <laughs> Why did he even bother? I know, right. Um, so that's fun. <laughs> that was definitely fun. Looked fun. I, yeah, I, didn't, I thought you already knew. I uh, thought, I thought I somehow you already <laughs> Shit, sailed right over my fucking head right there. <laughs> Great reaction, too. Uh... <laughs> So, Mike, uh, PS5 getting its uh, firmware update. Yeah, I already, I already have the update in question here. So, um, can you explain it? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't... Uh, 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 it's... I, I, would, I would rather in the show notes, we just put... There's a link to a uh, we could link to uh, what's his name, Mystic or whatever his name is on YouTube. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. he, there, there, he had a video when it came out that goes over all the things that Sony announced that they were that was different and things they didn't really mention. Uh, so I would say let's link to that because that would be more more descriptive and he actually shows it 
in the video as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know that it really improves the experience that enough for me. Is it mostly just like uh, tweaks and shit? Is that I mean, what it feels like it is? I mean, it's for the PS5, this is definitely the most changes that they've done so far. The biggest changes they've done so far. Um, I don't really... Like, one of the biggest changes is that you can store US, PS5 games on a USB drive now. Um, but I don't do that, so... Yeah. But uh, they also split up the... Uh, like, they kind of put up a tab thing with the... What is that thing even called? Like, they gave it a specific term. Oh, yeah, game base. <laughs> <laughs> where it was the parties and your friends list together but now they've set now that and when you bring that up it actually kind of has two separate i guess tabs you could call it but it's in the same little window mm-hmm. so they separated parties and friends into two tabs there to me it doesn't really change anything about how i use it so i don't personally care so i don't know there's some other things too, like there's I, I know there's a setting now for like if you prefer a game that has 120 hertz to actually use that. Uh-huh. Um, you can, there's a setting for automatically uh, you can set the automatic or off. So I obviously have that on, you know. <laughs> so any game that uses 120 hertz just goes to it instead of uh, you having to change it. Not that I care if I had to, because I'm not. This doesn't bother me, you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think it did a whole lot, but, you know, for me. But uh, the main thing, of course, everyone's waiting for is the whatever time and place that they uh, operate the firmware to actually let you use the M2, uh, M.2 drives, you know, the, the, the user installed ones. Um, right. But uh, that would also have to uh, come at a time when there's fast enough ones that will work with the system that will bog down the experience and you can get them. <laughs> so that's, that, that's the one I'm waiting for. That's the big one. That's the metric ton. We'll come back when that happens. Well, good. I'm glad we'll come back then. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, last type of topic, similar topic, is servers shutting down. Servers shutting down, Mike. You hear me? I don't like servers shutting down. Well, Ubisoft shutting down servers. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I heard about that. So June 1st, they will shut down. Assassin's Creed 2, Prince of Persia Forgotten Sands, Far Cry 2, uh, a game I've never heard of, so I'll just skip it, Might and Magic, Clash of Heroes, Splinter Cell Conviction, no one's heard of that game, I didn't say anyway, The Settler 7, no one's even heard of that one, and Might and Magic X or 10, I don't know which it is, <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> You skipped that one in the middle because you did not say it, right? Is that why? Right. Well, yeah, but no one cares either. <laughs> the only one, literally, I have I own one game of these of this group. 
Yes. Prince of Persia Forgotten Sands. That's the only one I own. Wow. Crazy. I, I mean, I, that shit. I own a Splinter Cell game. I don't think it's Conviction, though. And I do have Far Cry 2 via a pack that has Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I got it is because I wanted Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon on disc. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. But uh, Far Cry 2 never interested me because of the stupid... Like, there's this malaria shit that your character has, and you have to keep taking these fucking pills, and every time you go... Checkpoints constantly are repopulated by enemies who just shoot you on sight. Fuck that shit. All that stuff scared me away. Bye bye. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I also do have Forgotten Sands, and of course I have Assassin's Creed too. So but the I best never... Assassin's Creed, right? I... It's the best for me. Yeah, I liked it's it. The best for Matt. It was. I think the reason a lot of people point to that one, or they point to its direct uh, follow-up, which was Bloodlines. I think it was Bloodlines. Either, either it's both lines or I'm thinking too much Genesis Castlevania. <laughs> Brotherhood, <laughs> but, uh, isn't that what it's called? Brotherhood, that's right. See, I knew it was doing I think there is a Bloodlines, but I think it's on PSP, now that I think about it. Anyways, fucking research that. No, we won't do that. But uh, uh, the reason uh, people, I think, say that that one's their favorite, number two, or, or was it Brotherhood? God damn it. Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Um, blood brother lines. I don't know. <laughs> Blooderhood. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Brotherhood lines. Anyways, so and it's because of how much of how much more fun it was to play those games versus the very first game, which I thought was way too repetitive and not not as. If that would have been what they continued to be, I would have been like, nah, no, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I was. Uh, quite surprised but it's the the that's great too so yeah that's always high up for me but i did like some of the subtle changes they did over this over the series i played up through uh revelations which was the third one in that group of three mm-hmm. um so it was two brotherhood and, Re- and revelations revelations had some basically just had some tweaks to like here's an existing thing that you could do and now you can do it better or something. I don't know. <laughs> I love doing it better. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it was, it was. It didn't. I liked the move set and the tweaks they did to it in Revelations, but the overall the game is doesn't really stand out because of how much they are. You know, most of it's not like blowing you away different like it was mm-hmm. with the second game. So. Um, so moving on, we got more shutdowns. Um, this one is the PlayStation Store for PS3, Vita, and PSP. And, uh, the stores will be shuttered this summer. Report! Report will be on mic. The report will be on da 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 That's right. <laughs> and... What was the dates? Oh, yeah. PS3, PS3 closed July 2nd. And PS Vita on, on August 27th. And then we fast forward to what? Yesterday? Yeah. Uh, Sony decided to not do it. At least for the PS3 and PS Vita. 
Yes. But Which the, is uh, funny because you can yeah, since those are going to stay open, you'll still be able to get PSP games. Yep. So that's good. Uh, clearly, uh, Jim Ryan had to be dragged kicking and screaming to the right decision. Because um, obviously it was like about a week or so, maybe more, before of people, you know, bitching about it and being heated. Right it was heated, and uh, they they heard the uh, they heard the the anger, and they were just like, oh well, I, I guess we're not doing that now. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense because it's like, why do they give a show? We think. Yep, they usually don't. That's the thing. That's why they didn't even tell developers that it was happening initially. They didn't tell developers. Nope. People had. Uh, they found out when we did. In development, and they're like, and they and you're they, fucked. Uh, they went through social media and mentioned that we never were told, and yet we have a game in development for a reader. Wow, that's so stupid. And uh, funny enough, the uh, between the announcement and between announcement and of it initially closing, and now when they're reversed their decision, some one of those developers uh, has had a game available or was going to have a game available. Did get it out uh, like a week ago or so, like because they still thought it was closing. So, so I remember seeing a tweet about it on Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, uh, they were like, uh, you know, you can get it now before get it before it's actually gone." <laughs> right. But now they don't have to worry about that so much, which is good. However, the PSP is still gonna die on the second of July. Yes. Provided oh. you even have an, a backwards compatible, uh, you know, wireless connection that can even get that thing online anymore. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, uh, PSP Go fucked. <laughs> hey, I, all digital future. How is that working out for your PSP Go owners? Yeah, more like PSP Go fuck yourself. That's right. Is that your joke or is that someone else's? That was my joke. Oh, cool. I'm taking Great ownership joke. of it. <laughs> now it sounds like you're lying to me, but I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, I'm not a Doom poser anymore. You're not? No. Stop using those cheat codes, you stupid poser. Yeah, I'm not IDDQDing it anymore. I'm actually playing through it like a real gamer. Oh, a real true blue gamer? Hey, gamers. Hey. I'm a gamer. I play games sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I played through the uh, first episode, and I guess you want to say halfway through the second. I'm not sure how many episodes, how many levels are there? Like, is there like, eight? There's like eight or nine in each one. Okay. Uh, some over halfway, yeah. Uh, episode two, mission five, E2M5. Yeah. 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 So they're getting, they're getting more maze like slowly. And, uh, E2M4 was, uh, basically that. Only it's definitely going to get worse. And I know that. So can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. So what's funny is that there was a, there was a trophy I noticed. And this is on the, I'm playing this on the uh, disc that's for PS3, 
That's uh, the Doom 3 BFG edition, which came with the Doom 1 and 2. And, of course, when I first got this this disc, I did play through Doom 3 and all that stuff because I hadn't before, and, you know, it was fun. It was I didn't regret it. I thought it was pretty good. But, uh, so I saw this trophy for one for the older games, like, and it said one of them was, for the first Doom, it was beat any level on Nightmare Difficulty. And I thought, oh, I'll just do this real quick on the first E1M1, you know, just, just do it right there. And if you know the level, when I get to that zigzaggy bridge, I died because you can't rush through it because there's too many enemies and they're all just fucking hit scanning you with all those shotguns. <laughs> That's a term I ever learned today because Mike told me. <laughs> hit scan. That's how much of a poser you are. You didn't even know some terminology about. I know. About shooters. I'm such a poser. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> loser. <laughs> get your Doom badge and get your get your gamer cred up, Matt. I'm getting it there. I'm trying. All right, good. I'm going to do it on the easy step quality, though. What? <laughs> Is that what you're playing on? Yeah. Fucking get out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that shit. I'm just joking. I don't care. Play all you want, Matt. Thanks. You're so inclusive, Mike. It's great. Aren't I? Yes. Now, up the difficulty, you bitch. <laughs> Why you gotta bully me? Don't do that. I'm joking. You can play how you want, but I'm still looking down upon you. <laughs> but yay. <laughs> but, uh, but yay. Um, yeah, pretty much uh, the game before this I was playing was Jack and Dexter, The Lost Frontier, which was a PSP game ported to PS2. That's the one I'm playing PS2. I was playing. I didn't like it. Is it because of the usual Jack and Dexter like stuff where they, you're not doing the usual like platforming and shooting stuff? It's a lot of a uh, stupid mini game style shit that's like you know that you have to do. I guess that's my biggest I problem. Guess. That series is, is like just keep it to the the core gameplay. Do we have to do this other shit all the time? Ugh, ugh, like flying planes and shit. Whatever, no. it could be anything. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. I don't want to either. And the game's not very good at telling you where to go, and the map sucks, and it's cluttered, and it's just like, yeah. I don't know why I've been playing it, because I didn't even really like Jack 3 all that much either. And the first game was the only one I played that I kind of liked and really beat. I should have figured it out way back then. I didn't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is me. But hey, the one thing about this specific version, this or this specific game, was when it was announced. Initially, when the PSP version was announced. It was announced on on April Fool's Day. The year it was announced. So, I mean, it was like, it's bullshit. It's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. I'm sticking to it. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> it's like, why would you do it? Just wait for one more day. So wait for one more day. Just, just, just tell me on the second. Then I won't call it bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's the only thing I remember about it personally. It's just I remember them doing that and me going, it's April Fools, so you're lying. So, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> what you playing, Mike? Oh, me. Yeah, you, motherfucker. I was playing a lot of a Destiny. Uh, Destiny. I was playing a lot of Division I mean, what's the difference, you know? Destiny and Division Yeah, they're both bleh. I got burned oh. out of this shit trying to chase the Platinum on Division Two, So I'm not playing it anymore. Yeah, you got burned out on a non-political game? That shit is... That shit offends me. <laughs> they just like, hey, we're going to have a, a, a generically lame fucking a military shooter but that doesn't say anything about anything but we're gonna have the backdrop of all this uh, you know this political iconography backdrop because it's it's cool or something like that's how it feels like they just did that for that reason i'd rather them offend me with a with a shitty right-wing take you know when it comes to saying something than to just say nothing I'd rather that. At least it was something, you know. I feel like that's why they—that's why they didn't say anything because they do have shitty right-wing takes. Well, grow some balls, you fucking losers. <laughs> or I guess it could be the other way too, and they're just afraid of the right-wing backlash at them. Ugh, you're for inclusion, and you like black people. <laughs> Either way, grow some balls. Exactly. <laughs> State your shit and let it, let us tell you how to where to stick it then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't be afraid of a little backlash. Because um, <laughs> I'm I'm giving it to you now, anyway. Right. Because you offend me with your lack of anything. Um, now I've been playing a. I started well. I started playing a Eternal Sonata. You know, after like skipping my thirties to uh, not play it. The copy I've had. Cool. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have played it either. <laughs> so it's an RPG. I'm definitely not playing it. <laughs> but uh, good thing is that the uh, combat system, which is what kind of made me want it back then, as a still good now. So that's good. It holds up. Holds up. It's still fun. Hope the whole game's like that, so you know I don't get bored or something. It'd be nice. Don't get bored, Mike. I hope not. And I've been <laughs> playing a lot more Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Fighters. Is that Fighter Z? I don't think so. I think it's just supposed to be Dragon Ball Fighters. Um. I guess there's no space. So just no. Uh, no, there's not. It's not in the logo, so. Um, I don't go by the logo. You see it in print somewhere, plain print. I go with the logo, so. Um, well, remember the lot, remember when you did that years ago, with the original Castaway Game Boy game. Man, remember? but that shit was confusingly bad, badly. <laughs> uh, just placement is not right. That's why. Did you think wrong. it said? What? What did you think it said? Uh, I don't know anymore. 
The Castaway Adventure? Is that what you thought it was? Yeah, isn't that it? No. It's Castlevania the Adventure. It's a subtitle. God, stop. Yeah. Anyway. You know how I found out? You know how I found out? Because I saw it in plain text on the back of the manual. <laughs> well, fantastic. <laughs> but I always called it that anyway. <laughs> I was right. Boy, you're, incri- you're, you're amazing. I'm so, good with this Christopher Belmont shit. I've been playing that game because <laughs> I've been trying to... Been what game? What game? Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, okay. Because when you said that game, we were just talking about Castlevania Adventure. And oh, no. People I, might have thought you were talking about that. No, I definitely would never play that game. <laughs> again, anyway. Yeah, again. Yeah. I was going to say, you definitely did. Ugh, yeah. It's one of those bad Castlevanias. Um, it's like five frames a second. It's The frame rate's not the issue. It's just the, the game speed itself is just slow as fuck. That's true. It's actually as smooth. It's just really slow. <laughs> it's really slow. Now, I get why they did it, because, you know, they were making it for Game Boy systems at the time with that super blurry-ass fucking screen. Yeah. So, it's understandable, but, man. You know what, though? The same game was also... The sequel to that was also in the same system. It was excellent. Yeah. One of the best. And it was made for the same shitty screen. And it doesn't. Right. And yeah, it's, it's got a slower pace as well, but it's not quite as slow as the for original. And it's also a way better game to boot. So it's like. Well, yeah. that and, the, and even more blurrier mess is putting Contra on there, and they did that, and that was fine. That's Stop true, they did, and it was fine. Indeed, yeah. fine. Operation C is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty fine, you might say. Uh, anyway, Dragon music. Ball Fighters, Matt. I've been no. I gotta say how kicking music that game was. Yes, it's kicking music. But Dragon Ball Fighters, Matt. Yes, Mike. Yeah, but I've just <laughs> I've been getting huge, as it were, getting huge. Is it Broly huge? Yeah, Broly huge. Uh huh. He's a fun character, so. Uh, glad I bought him. I, there's others I want too. I want to try. I wish I could try them without buying them. You know, that'd be nice. That's a thing that fighting games need to do. Let you try shit. Like, in, did I say this already? I probably said. I feel like I said this on the podcast before. I don't remember you saying it. They people fighting game uh, games with DLC characters need to let you try them and like always have access to them in like training mode at least. Like even when you don't pay for them. Right. So that, that makes you, sense. So not only you can try them, you can also train against them if you don't want to buy them. Because that's a yeah, problem. I actually like you can that face idea. them without without you know being able to train against them currently in any game. And yeah, I like that. Might be a problem, you know. I'm trying to say I like that idea. I think they should do that. Yes, I agree. That's why I brought it up. You're a good bringer upper. Oh God, <laughs> the best bringer upperist. Um, but are you the quicker picker upper? That's a uh, that's a that, that's, that's a we don't know. That's not my job. Oh. That's, was is that, that, that Bounty's job? job? Brawny? Bounty? I don't know. Bounty? I, I don't Bounty. fucking know. <laughs> Some paper towels job. I don't, it's not my job. All paper um, towels job. But yeah, I've been getting huge with Broly. It's, he does a lot of damage and his jab is like half screen. <laughs> I mean, it's not literal, but compared to a lot of other characters like Vegeta, no matter what form of Vegeta you have, his normals are real stubby in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. 
like he just doesn't have any reach at all hardly and that's true for a lot of some of this all the small characters too which he's kind of small uh overall so it's like four foot nothing yeah but Rolly's man he just sticks out his huge arm and you're tagged already you don't even know it's coming Uh, so yeah, there's also uh, the Dragon Ball Super version of Broly as well, which he's different. I don't know how different because I can't try him out, you know. So, eh. but can't find him out. Can't, can't try him out. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> there's another. There's many characters there I'd like to try. Vegito and Ultra Instinct Goku and. Super Baby 2. Super Baby? Super Baby 2, yeah. Uh. It's supposed to be... Uh, what I've heard from a friend is that it's supposed to be Vegeta and that Super Baby 2 is like his form. Because he, he looks way different in in that form. And, which is weird because a lot of other characters... You know, every other character in the game, if they have a different form, it's their name, and then parentheses it tells you what version of them that is. Here, uh-huh. it doesn't say Vegeta; it just says Super Baby Two, and there's no parentheses. It's just that's what it's just a baby. It's the big Super Baby. He cries all the time. Yeah, won't shut up. I can't stand that. I know. Annoying. So good. <laughs> so here we go. Oh wait, wait. Doesn't show for this. What? Oh, there it is. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Rolly's eight foot three. <laughs> As I call him, Beef Boy. Yeah. Vegeta is five foot five. <laughs> God, he's shorter than me, like in real life. <laughs> I told you he was like four or five foot nothing. God damn. <laughs> and that one movie they were talking about. Look up Frieza's height. I want to know. Okay. That that because the the Burley movie I watched recently, it, he was uh, having an intense conversation about how he would use the seven Dragon Balls wish that he could get to uh, uh-huh. to uh, raise his height by five centimeters, which is like almost nothing. <laughs> and of course, the funny part is is that he's like, well, and they of course ask like, why not more? And he's like, well, because then it would look too obvious. Or something like that. It's really goofy. So how 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 tall do you think he is? I don't know. Frieza. Probably like five feet. Five two. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you need to go more than five centimeters after that point. Because five five centimeters is like what two inches or something like that. So he would be like five four. Like why would you want that? <laughs> oh, he's as He's as stupid as he is sadistic. God. <laughs> anyway. That's hilarious. Fucking five foot nothing. <laughs> How do we get on this? I don't understand. Who can say? <laughs> I can't. So... We gotta find Goku now. And uh, see how he rates.
He measures up at. He's five nine. Oh, he's more, he's more a little taller than me. More respectable. He's still below average height, though. Is, uh, he, the only reason I can think that that makes sense is he makes up with his hair. Well, that's for sure. But uh, <laughs> then he's like six two or something, you know. But <laughs> but uh, I was just thinking, it's probably because this is. They all seem short because it's probably because it's from made from Japanese people by Japanese people, you know. <laughs> Aren't they kind of average shorter? I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe that's why. You know, Five nine. Character. That's super tall. <laughs> that's what Toriyama was thinking. <laughs> yeah, probably. And well, if they go to uh, AEW, they can be on those three stairs, the top of the three stairs, and then at least you can look up in the eye. Oh, that's nice. And then Taz will come out and call you a shit back for saying that. Oh. And then he'll talk about standing on his wall and how that would make him taller than you. Oh, but see, no. <laughs> that doesn't, no. no. <laughs> I could tell with that, uh, when, when that was said, that his, his reply was him actually being pissed off. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't take shit like that lately, ever. That's funny. Like, hey, look at your shit bag. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna tell our shit bag listeners. <laughs> oh, wow, it's, so, like it's, it's negative ma- two that we have. Now it's negative five. Good job, man. <laughs> Don't go. I I meant it with love. Love will come through. <laughs> Did it? I have no idea. So. Um, yeah, you can. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna get the fuck out of here now, and uh, you little shitbags can go to hardarchive.wordpress.com and get all the good podcasting glory there. Um, yeah, so Heart Night on Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Heart and Usagi for the podcast. Space Suplex for the wrestling side of it. That's all on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. That cesspool called Twitter where all the other shitbags are. Yeah, the real shitbags. Yeah. So, uh, wh- where's your shitbags at? I got my shitbag at Usagi704 on Twitter. <laughs> yep. That's where I am. And you just have everything linked there, huh? Mostly, yeah. That's good. All right, we're good. We're good. And this has been episode 113 of Heart and Soggy Podcast. Thanks for listening. You shitbags.